Hello, you're listening to the Ambition Podcast. I'm Ellen Buchan, Insights and Communications Executive at AMBA and BJ. I was lucky enough to speak to Rob Kerr, who's on a mission to empower 10,000 people to launch their own businesses. We talk about why he believes so strongly in the power of entrepreneurship and the value of innovation in society. Rob gives us some brilliant advice from his book, Project Future, Six Steps to Success as Your Own Boss. Here's that conversation. So hi, Rob. Can you tell me a little bit about yourself and your career, please? Hi, Ellen, and thank you for having me on the show. I'm really pleased to be here today. So yeah, I've had an interesting career to date. So after university, I, I struggled. I, I really struggled for a couple of years to, to work out my path. You know, I, I'd gone through that process of education for you know, 16 years or whatever it was. And I'd had a couple of years of work experience, one before going to university and one as a, a sandwich year, placement year within uh, within my business degree, which I undertook at IBM. And everything was kind of smooth. And coming out the other side into, into the big wide world was a real challenge. And it took me maybe two years, you know, several full starts of kind of working in different businesses and, and in different different kind of sectors before I found my path. And uh, it, it came by accident, really. I, I went along uh, to a recruitment agency uh, with five different CVs, one for marketing, one for finance, one for HR. And with my general kind of business studies background from university, I, I said, look, I'm, I'm open to doing anything. And they looked at me fairly exasperated and said, you know, go away, work out what it is that you you really want to do. And uh, yeah, and uh, there have been a few kind of things in the background over the, the few months before that. So I did some research. I looked at the work I'd done today and kind of framed it in that way and went back with a, a CV that was fully framed as as, as a project manager. And uh, yeah, within within about two weeks, I found my first role and, and haven't looked back really. So that was in 2008. And uh, yeah, I've, I've been a project manager working in, in various industries um, on some, some fabulous projects and services that I've, I've helped to get to market, working with some great teams. And I was in-house. I worked for Capgemini and a few other firms. And uh, yeah, I was in-house until 2014. And then I decided to branch out as a contractor. And uh, so started my own business, effectively, although it was a, a very simple business at that time. And uh, yeah, it, it, it kind of moved on from there. You know, I, I was kind of warned that I, I wouldn't make it up the career ladder or I'd get stuck repeating the same thing. And it was it was nothing of the sort, you know. My careers as a, my my years as a as a contractor were were fabulous. You know, I worked with some great teams, um, got more responsibility with each role. You know, by putting my hand up and being willing to kind of just get stuff done. Uh, frankly, and yeah, really, really good fun. And I've, I've worked in MA for a few years, and I've moved on from there. But I, I always had something in the back of my mind that I wanted to to give something back on a personal level. You know, I, I enjoyed working with the graduates when I was at Capgemini, and I was I was assigned as a, a kind of mentor for them. Um, and the, the concepts between, you know, of, of writing a book was in the back of my mind for a few years. And then I thought, okay, how can I do that? And how can I frame it with my knowledge and my experience uh, to help people on what really matters to me? And um, what really mattered to me, I worked out, was is helping people have a better chance of success when starting their own business. Your story is really inspiring. And, and I think so many people come out of university or whatever they've been doing and they've had their life kind of set out for them. And then it's the first time that you kind of have to do it on your own. You have to figure out what you want to do. So you're on a mission to empower 10,000 people to launch and build their own businesses. Can you tell me a little bit more about that mission um, specifically, please? 
Yeah, I, I needed a target. So uh, alongside the book, you know, which is based on project management frameworks and techniques to, to help people assess whether starting a business is right for them, because it isn't right for everybody. Um, and and to then go ahead and choose which type of business to start. I, I wanted to have a target aligned to that. And so that's where the idea behind the mission came from, really. And I, I I wanted to really work in a way that I can I can have achievable targets and people can come on that journey with me effectively and say, you know, yes, and proudly say, oh, I, I am one of the 10,000, you know, so that was the, that's the concept behind it. But it's very much based on, you know, people that have read the book, um, people that have worked on my training programs um, and, you know, people that have, even perhaps people that have listened to my podcast and just, just reached out and said, look, um, you know, I'm, I'm following you, uh, you know, I'm, 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 I'm getting, you know value from from your work effectively so um so yeah it's just a bit of fun really but at the same time it's i I wanted to have a target what is it about small businesses and entrepreneurs that inspires you to want to work with them it's a great question and i i think they make a difference you know there's there's so many so many products services um across all sectors that wouldn't necessarily justify business case and the financial investment of, of a big company and it's the, and it's those smaller companies that often fill those gaps and but equally you know because a small business owner can niche off in 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 such a way that they can really focus and they can really be you know the right person to solve that problem that specific problem and and therefore kind of give back to society in that way and and yeah that's that's what really inspires me about it and and, and I want people to have the best chance of of, of succeeding with whatever success means to them. Uh, you know, it's not all about financial success. It can be a, a, about work-life balance or having a lifestyle or, you know, or, or simply just, just giving back and having, having value from that, you know, having a, um, a CIC style business, you know, so that there's, there's different ways of, of going about it. But I, I think the, the value that small businesses have are the place, they are the backbone of the economy. And, uh, and, and we're very grateful in, in the UK to, you know, we're, we're very fortunate, I should say, to have quite so many um, small businesses that we that we have and with entrepreneurs out there that are constantly looking to solve a problem. What do you think the single biggest factor is that holds people back from starting their own businesses, even if they have a great idea? Yeah, they can, they, that can vary. It, it really can vary. But I think the perception of risk is a is a big one. You know, it's it, it can be difficult to know where to start. Um, and then also to know what to do, you know, much like when I left university, you know, I didn't, I didn't know what type of job to apply for. And equally, you can, can start a business in, in just about anything for just about anyone, uh, you know, as, as a customer. So it's, it can be really tricky to, even if you've got the, the basis of an, of an idea to work out exactly you know how to market it and, and and sell it, and and for a lot of people to 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 jump out of you know having a having a salary and receiving um, money on a monthly basis, it, it can be a real challenge to then be willing to go six eight months, you know eighteen months maybe without any income coming in, and and to be and to put yourself in that position. So and, and that's one of the things that I really try and overcome in the book as well. 
I developed a framework called the Inputs Framework, which which is really about helping people assess the situation, understand what level of risk they're willing to take on, because everybody's perception of risk is different. And you know, looking at the uh, relatives, so dependents, you know, anyway, so you know, family, kids, all of that kind of thing, you know, are they on the journey with you? And making sure that you've asked those questions up front, I think that could be a really big thing in terms of getting that buy-in to then be willing to start. But roughly 20% of, of people in this country think about starting a business but never do. And I, I think within that, within that number, there'll be a huge amount of potential value and you know, people that would, could potentially have a better life by kind of taking what can be perceived as a risk. And, and so what I try and do is to understand exactly what all the factors are so that risk can be managed because you you'll never remove all all risk you know as a project manager this is is my bread and butter really you can you can resolve some um but some you just have to be willing to either accept um or if they're too great a risk then not go ahead and it, it can be as simple as that but sort of taking that step back and and looking at the whole scenario looking at the bigger picture um and assessing that risk can can help to take things forward really and and then be able to make an informed decision this year has caused so much uncertainty, but um, it seems that there's been so many amazing innovations and creativity come out of it as well. I personally know quite a few people who've started their own businesses because of how COVID has affected their jobs or they saw a gap in the market. Why do you think working with entrepreneurs um, this year has created innovations? Well, recessions will always reset the economy in, in one way or the other. We saw the same thing in 2008, 2009. Some of the, the biggest companies that we see now uh, were formed around that time, companies like Airbnb and WhatsApp and things like that. But at the same time, there's always new problems to be solved. And I think what we found with this you know, drastically different situation over the last 12 months or so, you know, even more than a, a traditional recession, with COVID, that it's allowed those new problems to be made visible and for people to then go out and, and, and solve them. You know, your your podcast a couple of weeks ago or a few weeks ago with, with Sunny was a great example of that. You know, it's, it's the type of business that wouldn't necessarily have been thought of if it wasn't for the recession and, and, for, and for COVID and for people being at home all the time and and you know have that risk of 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 snacking or over snacking so yeah i think creative juices are always there and that there's certain times when it becomes more visible or it's more important to have those those problems solved and and again you know with with big businesses at, at this type of time they tend to batten down the hatches and focus on kind of the core revenue generating aspects of a business so to, to solve problems and and be nimble and move quickly, it can often fall on the on smaller businesses and and often new entrepreneurs as well that have got great ideas that are coming into the market for the first time. You mentioned Sunny from Snacks who one of my favourite innovations that's kind of come out of this um, sending healthy snack boxes to, from companies to employees. But have you worked with anyone or seen anything that you're particularly excited about? And in an innovative way right now? Yes, in a similar way, really. I think the um, one of the contributors to my book, Danny Mosley, uh, who's also appeared on my podcast, she has a, a food business, bakery business, and she's pivoted hugely, you know, at, at the very start of um, of the recession um, when, when COVID had hit and moved her business online completely to doing teaching, teaching lessons online. 
and as, as launch products, you know, just from having the idea on a Monday, um, putting up a post on Instagram and sort of baking up a, a batch of, of what the product looked like and then moving forwards and selling it for, uh, for Father's Day, like the following Sunday, you know, it was, it was incredible that she had this idea within a week and then not only had it been delivered, um, or had it been created, I should say, but actually sold as well and, and finished. So to start and finish a project within a week, that that was one example that, that really excited me. But there are so many out there in so many different fields as well that people that are going out there and making big changes and making innovations that are relevant. And I, I think, you know, the, the market for this is, is so exciting as well because it isn't just kind of the b2c side of things there's 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 b2b innovation going on as well where businesses can can go in um work with a, a bigger partner but but solve just that small problem that they may have at that at that specific time and sort of just go in and do it and yeah i i think there's there's a lot going on and it's it's a very exciting period and hopefully will continue to be so I think many of the changes that have come in at the moment would likely have done so over the course of this decade anyway. Um, and it's, a lot of things have just been fast forwarded. Um, and there's a lot of, there's going to be a clean slate, I think, in, in, many, in many places where the economy does reopen and that will en- enable a lot more innovation to take place. I really like this idea of building back better. I think this yes. is a good opportunity to change things that haven't perhaps been working in the past. So do you think that anyone can start their own business or do you think that there's some key personality traits or values that must be there for an entrepreneur to be successful i think anybody can and but they need to be willing to be tenacious uh, i think that's a that's a really key personality trait is to, to be willing to to get things done and to be be told no and to continue and and to go and refine the pitch maybe and and kind of make things better but to to, to not lose heart and to, and to really keep going i think is absolutely key um as is you know honesty you, you have to be honest and you have to have the empathy with with your customer so to really understand exactly what it is that that they need doing and how you can be the person that that fixes that for them so i, I think there's anyone can do it and you know um, i'm an introvert you know lots of introverts uh, starting businesses and you know getting over the com- some of those hurdles that, that they may have had before in, in terms of confidence and, and being willing to speak up about some of the problems uh or, or some of the problems that they could solve so so yeah i, I think there's anyone can can do it but you, you have to be able to be willing to go out there and and, and step into it and, and and go and do it and you know, in a way, things are getting much easier now with with technology, and you know, having the way that you can really find a, a small tribe that you can kind of really assimilate with and and fit in with, and 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 fix exactly the problems that you want. I know I keep repeating the same kind of thing, but I think it's so pivotal to to be able to you know just type a few keywords into a, a computer and to be able to find like-minded people and and people that may have you know something where they there's just a gap there so there might be some similar businesses doing similar type things but you can solve something that's a, a slightly different angle or you know add something to something that already exists and uh, you know I, I think we're very fortunate now that the the technology allows that and allows us to to reach those people that um, will be interested in in working with us quite so easily because you know even even 10 years ago it didn't exist in the same way and you're about connecting people as well i saw that on your website you have a facebook group that hub for entrepreneurs and people starting businesses 
Yeah, that's right. The Project Future Club. Um, it's uh, it's a Facebook group, and yeah, we're we're a community. It's it's growing all the time, and yeah, lots lots of people in there have have started their own businesses or at the very start of their journey. Um, and we offer advice to each other, and some people have even gone and, and worked together where they've you know. So there's a, a couple of marketing people in there who have offered services to to go and work, uh, you know, with with some of the other members of the of, of the community. So yeah, I, I think you know there, there's so much that we can we can do to to help push each other forwards and you know just having that kind of positive mindset and and, and helping to shift things in 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 the right way and and, and solve those problems uh, i think everybody it, it can be hard you know starting a business you know it's, especially if, if you're coming out of being employed for a long time which i know a lot of your listeners won't necessarily be but at, at the same time you have to do all of those roles and you know that <laughs> and there are so many in terms of being a business owner and you know you can outsource things perhaps later on or outsource, outsource some smaller tasks for a small amount of money. But getting that advice and, and help and support to push you along the journey and keep going and, and get over a, a hurdle, whatever that may be, I think is so important. And uh, yeah, it's, it's it's a great thing to, to be able to kind of offer help and support and to, and, to, and to help people overcome those hurdles. That's amazing. So recently wrote an article for um, our kind of blog ambition on career change. And I was wondering if you could give me some kind of top tips from that for a changing career, because a lot of our listeners might have done their MBA or be doing their MBA to um, flip careers. Yeah, absolutely. I think building strong foundations is key. You know, I, I think really assessing the the problem, which is so the whole reason why I why I wrote the book is to to take that step back and understand not just what you may have done in an early part of a, a career, um, or, or what you've what you've studied and what you're qualified in. But to understand exactly, you know, what what motivates you. You know, if you had if you had a day spare, what would you choose to do with that day? You know, and and putting all of those elements together, and you know, potentially finding, you know, exactly if there is um, a confluence between work life education and interests and and pushing those things together to to find what the right answer is to, to start a business but but certainly the, the stronger foundations that you can build and the more investment uh, can go into thinking about where to start and what to start will will make things stronger and one of one of my frameworks in in project future is called the inputs framework uh, which is the six factors that I say are aligned to that those of a business case and that was really where I was, you know, I was coming from with my angle, being a project manager. You know, there'd be several factors that we'd, we'd build into any business case, um, you know, within uh, within M and A life or with any 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 other type of um, type of projects. And so I thought, okay, so what are the factors that would go in for an individual looking to start a business? And uh, the, those six factors are the impact factor, uh, which is recognition of what the impact the decision will have on the people in your life, uh, as we spoke about earlier. So the numbers factor, uh, which is an assessment of personal finances and what the proposed, what the proposed career change or new business uh, will require. So investment, startup capital, uh, and what will be the return on the investment. The personal side of things, uh, as I mentioned just now, which is looking at characteristics, circumstances, uh, suitability for a specific projects. The useful factor, which is looking at skills that aren't necessarily too sharp uh, that you have yourself, that you can then look to get external support uh, for those because spending time you know, on making those skills better isn't necessarily going to be the, the best use of your time or, or, or finances. So if, if things, you know, graphic design is mine, for example, I'm, I'm dreadful at it, but I've, I've got some really beautiful graphics, you know, in and around my business. And uh, because I've, I've, 
I got the right person to to do it for me, effectively. So that's 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 my one. Um, timing. I think timing is always key. Um, an appraisal of personal commitments, likely commitments going forwards, linking that to the impact factor in terms of you know the key people in your life as well, and just knowing exactly when's the right time to start. And it might not be now, uh, but it might be in three years' time. But the important thing by capturing it is to say, if it's in three years' time, let's stick to that date and let's make steps and make things happen in, in between time to make sure that in three years, it isn't still in three years' time. And, and finally, the last, uh, the last factor is the sales factor. Uh, so a review of the market you're supposed to go into and, and where you fit in, because that's, that's really the fundamentals behind. But having, having all of those other personal elements to it will, will help you to, to get the right type of business that you can then along move forward with. And lastly, um, we've kind of talked about it in kind of passing, but can you tell me a little bit more about your book? Yeah, pro- thank you. Uh, Project Future, Six Steps to Success is Your Own Boss uh, by Rob Kerr. And it came out in January of this year. And it's it's a book for anybody thinking about starting a business. So it's universal in its in its scope, depending on your, your background, um, you know, in terms of, of work, um, education, stage of life, whatever it may be. Um, but but certainly will work for uh, for MBA students, graduates um, to to assess whether starting a business is is, is right for you. And I think that the structure of it is in four phases. So looking looking forwards initially um, to say, okay, you know, is it the right thing? Getting prepared um, to then moving forwards to making the right decision, making it happen, and then finally making it better. So there, there's four phases. There's loads of actions. So every step has an action. Um, I ask testing questions. Um, you know, it, it's not it's not a glossy uh, kind of kind of view of the world. You know, as I mentioned earlier on, it can be really really hard starting a business and it's not right for everybody and i think you know going through the process that i lay out in the book will it'll remove that nagging doubt one way or the other so you'll know that if it's not right for you to start a business you'll know about it and that in itself is success so if it is right for you to start a business then uh, the book will help you to firstly come to that conclusion and then also help you to uh, choose the right type of business to start um, and then give you some practical tips in in how to how to start it and how to succeed and to review your progress and to make sure that you're aiming for the right targets. And you know, I'm I'm not an expert on everything, so I've I've got 17 contributors in the book as well, who some of which are SMEs in their in their field, so it, such as in communications, uh, branding, marketing, that type of thing. And then some other people have have left their stories of, of entrepreneurship um, that you know work alongside my own uh, because I certainly couldn't keep repeating my own story within uh, <laughs> within the entirety of the book. So um, so yeah, there's some some great stories, some inspiration in there, and um, yeah, and some some really practical tips. And if people want to hear more from you, you have your own podcast as well, right? Yes, that's right. I have my own podcast, uh, which is called the Project Future Podcast, uh, which is available on um, all the major platforms. And and equally, uh, the book, um, so you asked me to, to say where it's available. So it's it's available everywhere. Um, it's on Amazon, as, you, as you'd expect, but it's also available from um, all the other booksellers. My, my publisher, Practical Inspiration Publishing, have done a great job in getting it everywhere. So uh, it's on Waterstones, um, Blackwells, you know, wherever wherever you get your books, you can uh, you can you can find Project Future. Well, amazing. Thank you so much for being on the podcast today. It's been really inspirational. Thank you. No, I've, I've, I've really enjoyed it. And uh, thanks for having me on. It's been great. Thank you so much to Rob for being on the podcast. 
If you'd like more about leadership, head to www.associationofmbas.com forward slash ambition and make sure to listen out for the next Ambition podcast.